electricity, a big idea that's inspired countless new ones. From powering the light bulb to virtually powering our entire lives. 30 years ago, State Street launched the Spider S&P 500 ETF, SPY. A big idea that inspired the world to invest differently. And still does. What can you do with SPY? Before investing, consider the funds, investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. Visit SSGA.com for a prospectus containing this and other information. Read it carefully before investing. SPY is subject to risks similar to those of stocks. All ETFs are subject to risk, including possible loss of principal. Alps Distributors, Inc. Distributor. We're a technology company, but we're a technology company that operates on the streets, in the cities, with real people, affecting lives, and that comes with a responsibility, but it's incredible. Uber CEO Dara Khosrowshahi at the World Economic Forum in Davos, Switzerland, alongside the rest of the world's leaders, plus our own Squawk team. Uber's work and responsibility to work in Ukraine. When power goes out, when there's a rocket attack, the demand for Uber and transportation absolutely increases. And the rides everywhere else, inflation's impact, delivery strategy, and global employment. We need more drivers. We are now the single largest source of work in the world. There are five million drivers, not gig work, work in the world. Plus, what's the tipping etiquette these days? The CEO of Uber surely would know. I drive in San Francisco, I drive a Tesla Y. If you're ever in town, you know, you might get me. I'm CNBC producer Cameron Costa. Squawk Pod reports from Davos, Uber's Dara Khosrowshahi begins right now. Among the many world leaders and business people convened at the World Economic Forum in Davos, Switzerland, Ukraine's first lady, Olena Zelenska. Almost a year ago, two years into the pandemic, Russian troops invaded Ukraine. And Ukraine fought back. Top U.S. officials have estimated that Russia and Ukraine have both suffered 100,000 military casualties each. Estimates place civilian casualties in Ukraine at about 40,000, all in less than a year. In that time, 15 to 30 million people have been displaced. Key to Ukraine's war effort, the Pentagon's shipments of U.S. arms, the U.K.'s supply of tanks, and private sector contributions like internet connection and transport. It's a good example of the theme at Davos this year, which is cooperation in a fragmented world. SpaceX's broadband internet system Starlink, for example, has become a lifeline on the ground in Ukraine, providing a flow of information for civilians, businesses, and for troops. Uber also has been providing support services since the Ukraine war broke out. Its regular business has remained operational, plus the company has provided over 150,000 free rides to refugees, doctors, and workers. They've worked with the UN to shuttle emergency food, shelter, and supplies, and they've worked with the Smithsonian to transport Ukrainian historical artifacts out of harm's way. Uber's CEO met with government officials on the ground in Ukraine just this week before he arrived in Switzerland. Dara Khosrowshahi's interview on our set, the one you're about to hear, was recorded on location in the wintry Alps with CNBC Squawk Box anchors Joe Kernan, Becky Quick, and Andrew Ross Sorkin. 
It's great to see you, sir. Great to see you. Tell us about this trip. You just got back. Yeah. Yeah, just got back. Um, it was great. We've been operating in Ukraine since 2016. And we've got an amazing team on the ground there. And they're risking their lives to help doctors get to hospitals and teachers get, uh, get to school, uh, helping refugees, transport refugees, and getting... Uh, getting winter supplies to families in needs, and they're on the ground working every day to save lives, risking their own lives. So I wanted to go there, and I wanted to get there in person and show them my appreciation for what they're doing and then see what's happening. Uh, What'd you see? You know, it's, it's a strange combination of normalcy in that the people of Ukraine are living their lives. And at the same time, you're in the middle of a full-scale war. Uh, and it's so difficult, but the people, are, they're so brave, so entrepreneurial in their approach to life right. and also approach to the war. And I came out incredibly energized and at the same time energized that all of us have to do more. Uh, we now have a campaign with United 24 where we're showing driver stories, these brave drivers who are helping save lives every day. And that campaign has raised $3 million. It's enough to buy 50 ambulances that are saving lives. And for me, I wanted the team to know that we're with Ukraine, but it also reminded me that there's a lot more work to do. What kind of personal precautions do you take when you go to a place like that? I if run, everybody's living their life, I mean, what's that? You know, I, I think you've got to be smart, uh, but there's risk involved, but they're taking risk every day. So why can't I take risk for a couple of days? What's the cost of the operation for you there? Uh, the operation is definitely not profitable, uh, but we're, we're not in counting mode, right? We are, right now, the teams are making sure that we are there for the people of Kiev. And transportation, which is something that you take for granted here, you know, the, when power outages, when power goes out, when there's a rocket attack, the demand for Uber and trans- transportation absolutely uh, increases. We don't have enough drivers, et cetera. So we just want to be on the ground helping any way we can. Honestly, we're not counting right now. Man, throws a whole new, uh, into managing a business, throws a whole new. It's, we're a technology company, but we're a technology company that operates on the streets, in the cities uh, that we operate in with real people affecting lives. And that comes with a responsibility. But it's incredible. It's absolutely incredible. There's a number of, of multinational and American business. By the way, you look at Starlink. I mean, you look at Uber, yes. Starlink, and a couple mm-hmm. of others where you, know, you talk to people who were there on the ground. There's a number of people from Ukraine here who say couldn't live without it. Right? Yeah. It, there are so many mentions of Starlink. It, like, I, it, it's a lifeline. It's an information lifeline. And, you know, information is everything now. And, and the way, the creativity in which uh, the people of Ukraine are using, are using technology. Starlink, by the way, to call yeah. Get their Uber. Yeah, it's incredible. So it, it's a big deal. Um, what do you see more broadly, globally, in the business itself? Uh, I'd say the business is doing well, right? We talked when, uh, in, in Q3, yep. we guided for gross bookings growth of 23 to 27%. We talked about EBITDA hitting record levels in Q4. And I think you've heard from a few folks, consumer spend remains strong. Uh, and a lot of people are thinking about well, there's a recession coming, et cetera. There's demand weakness. We obviously haven't announced our results. But generally, I'd say across the world, the consumer stays strong. And we're a consumer company in terms is, of demand. Do you have trouble finding drivers? Is it, are they plentiful these days? How do you- no, we, we need more drivers. We, we are now 
the single largest source of work in the world. There are 5 million drivers, not gig work, work in the world. There are 5 million drivers on our platform, and we could add another 500,000 drivers tomorrow, and they would have work. So we we absolutely need to add drivers. At the same time, 70 to 80% of drivers who are joining the platform are saying that one of the reasons that they're joining the platform is because of inflation. It is because of cost of living and earning on Uber is helping them buy their groceries or otherwise continue to live their lives. Are you past the point of, of local governments or state or take your pick, global governments killing the goose that laid the golden egg with, with good intentions for workers where they just don't understand the business model? Can, I, could you still get screwed? You could totally get screwed up, I, not screwed. I think, it it could things, still ruin the business model all over the world. Th- things can go right. Things can go wrong. I think for us, we have the independent contractor business model, which is where we came from. Where we're trying to take the business model is that you've got the flexibility of working whenever you want, wherever you want. One of the drivers I was talking to in Amsterdam, he said whenever he he greeted a driver, uh, a rider, he would say, welcome to my office. (laughs) Right. So you can have that flexibility, which is cool. But more and more what we're doing is we're introducing benefits, minimum earnings. So, for example, in France, we, uh, a result of sectoral bargaining, representation by the drivers, resulted in minimum earnings for the driver on a trip of €7.65, which made us increase prices, et cetera. And that's okay, because it actually makes driving for Uber more attractive. What's it done to demand, though? Have uh, you seen, have you, and the, what's it do, what does it all do to the margin, right? The demand is there. Right. It does increase price for the consumer, but we think long-term it's worthwhile because you... Driving on Uber or delivering for Uber Eats becomes more attractive, and we need more drivers. But it's yeah. only it's only attractive in a place like France where they make you do it. You're not going to roll that out for the rest of the world, right? Well, we've rolled it on California. We've got minimum earnings in California. California is another deal. place where they have where regulators get involved and start to say we're going to do this. Or and I think from from our standpoint, we actually are now leaning into that, which is I actually do think that in a world where we need more Uber drivers and in a world where society is more looking to protections. Right. We want to have those conversations and provide those protections. What do you think the tipping point was for you there? Because that was, that was not the approach. That was not the approach of your 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 your, your former CEO. Mm-hmm. And I would say when you first got this job, I'm not sure that was the no, way you were thinking about it. So it what, so what do you, was it? Was it just the forcing mechanism of this? This is the world we live in, and the politics are the politics. And if I don't lean into it, it's it's worse. Or I, I think that there's there's a reality in which we are a regulated uh, business and <coughs> and you have to think about where the world is going. I think there was that reality. But for me, more importantly, it was talking to drivers. Right. And on average, earnings on Uber are very, very attractive. We talked about, for example, last quarter, thirty nine dollars uh, per utilized hour on average in the U.S., but the fact is that there's volatility in the earnings. You have good days, you have bad days, there are good situations, et cetera. And if we can remove some of that volatility, which means benefits, minimum earning standards, et cetera, we can actually make driving more attractive. So the fact is when I joined, I hadn't talked to that many drivers. I hadn't driven myself. <laughs> and, you know, I, I drive in San Francisco. I drive a Tesla Y. You know, right. if, if you're ever in town, you know, you might get me. And, and so the experience of understanding. What, what kind of tips are you getting? When, uh, I'm, actually they, getting, I'm actually getting decent tips. Decent, what you kind know, of I'm star a, rating are you getting as a driver? I'm a five-star driver. Uh-huh. Uh, and, and do they so know who you so are? Do no, they, I wear a mask. You, I wear a mask. And I, no, I, has I anyone it. ever said to you, are you one, the CEO of Uber? One person. And what did you say? 
I said yes. Undercover and boss. And what was the yeah. tip, and what was, hold on, what was the tip like from that person? I don't know. I don't remember. I wonder honestly. if they knew they might say, I need a tip. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You ever t- Andrew, okay. you ever tell Dar, what was it? It was a $90 ride they wanted for something? He of- knows. I told him. Yes. How do you Andrew handle? Andrew bends my ear all the time. <laughs> what can you- how do you satisfy a, a client? The, pri- right? the prices have come down, actually. The prices have come down. But sometimes they have to stay high for you to get the card. It's the way it works. I it's, know. It, it's, it's the Man. dynamic. Uh, that's so the way it works. Uh, okay, they're playing this out. we got to go. Dar, it's uh, great to see you. We appreciate you uh, being here. And also, are, we appreciate the work that you and, and all of your colleagues and everything. We'll say it again. You are an Uber CEO. Yep. You are. You Thank just you. Are, you are, Thanks. Uber, Uber Thanks. CEO. At the UPS Store, we know things can get busy this upcoming holiday. You can count on us to be open and ready to help with any packing and shipping or anything else you might need. Is there anything you can't do? Um, actually, I don't have a good singing voice. <clears throat> the UPS... Nope. But our certified packing experts can pack and ship just about anything. At least that's good. The UPS Store. Be unstoppable. Most locations are independently owned. Product services, pricing, and hours of operation may vary. See center for details. Come in today to get your holiday goodies there on time. What's on the horizon for financial markets? At PGIM, it's a question that over 1,400 investment professionals relentlessly research in pursuit of your long-term goals. Specialized across asset classes, but united in collaboration. Our teams provide global and local expertise. Our investments shape tomorrow, today. Pursue your tomorrow with PGIM, a leading global asset manager. Thank you for listening to this special Squawk Pod Reports, where we're covering the World Economic Forum in Davos, Switzerland. The world's business, government, and civilian leaders, plus our Squawk team, convene in the snowy Alps for the first time since 2020. Squawk Box is hosted, whether in New York or in Switzerland, by Joe Kernan, Becky Quick, and Andrew Ross Sorkin. All three are documenting their Davos adventures on Twitter. You can see the action and follow along at Squawk. CNBC. And don't forget to share this episode on your own Twitter or via text or via Slack or WhatsApp. We appreciate all of your support of SquawkPod. Have a great day. This podcast is supported by FedEx. Dear small and medium businesses, no one wants happy customers more than you do. So you need a business partner just like you. Like FedEx, who understands your passion for serving your customers because they have the same commitment towards you. That's why FedEx offers you picture proof of delivery, packageless and paperless returns, as well as weekend home delivery to 98% of the U.S. on Saturday and 50% on Sunday. See the FedEx service guide for delivery information. What's more, FedEx Ground is faster to more locations than UPS Ground. Trust FedEx for timely deliveries. See what FedEx can do for your business. Absolutely, positively FedEx.